Welcome back to the Discovering Christ podcast. Thank you again, everyone, for your support and for listening. This week is going to be so, so cool. I have the coolest person ever helping me answer this question today. Her name is Laura the Amazing Belliston Rady. <laughs> I can't, I need to get used to that still. It's been like over a year that you've been married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she is so, so awesome. We actually served together in the Scotland-Ireland mission. We were companions for two transfers, and it was a party every single day. So, Laura, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. So, yes, my name's Laura Rady now, um, and I'm from Michigan. Um, been at BYU for five or six years. I'm studying music composition. I love writing music, especially like church music. I think it's really fun. Um, yeah, I met Brooke on the mission and learned so much from her. So, so happy to be here. And um, yeah, I've been married for a year as well. And so we're just living in Provo, having fun. So, so fun. <laughs> Love it. Her and her husband are the cutest too. So go stalk them on Instagram or something. <laughs> so good well great we have been communicating for a little while about this question um actually first it started as we were looking at a list of questions that someone else had sent us and a lot of them were pretty intense questions a lot of them we weren't really sure had a specific answer some of them had to do with deeper things about god and some of them had to do with different events in church history that we don't necessarily have a specific answer for And Laura had a really cool idea that I was super excited about. She said, what if we just talk about what if there's no answer? Or what if, what do we do if God doesn't have a specific answer for us? And so that is what we are going to do today. And so Laura, I'll ask you what you think. What, what do you do when there's not a specific answer? Or what do we do if there's not a specific answer? Yeah, well, um, my initial thought is just, of course, there's always an answer. Um, there's unlimited questions that we have in this world. I sometimes am amazed at the idea that we just appeared here, right? Like we were born and we didn't know anything about this life or who we were, or where we were going. And um, yeah, we're just here to kind of figure it out on our own. So of course, there's unlimited questions. And I think that every single question does have an answer. But It just depends on the timing. And sometimes we don't get that answer in this life ever. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's why it's a really important thing to talk about. There are too many questions to know all the answers to right now. Um, But, yeah, I think as I've been thinking about this question, I've realized that faith is the most important principle of the gospel. And I think that's why it's the first principle of the gospel Um, there's so much that we don't know. We have to have faith. And in Alma, it talks about faith is hope for things which are not seen, which are true. And so hoping for things that's something that's not seen kind of implies that a lot of times there's not an answer. We're not going to see something. And so we have to have faith and, um, still believe anyways. So those are my initial thoughts. I don't know if that made sense. But. No, that definitely does. I love that. And I love that you mentioned there's an infinite number of questions too, because I think that's so true. And it's important to understand that there is an answer for these questions, just like you were saying. I think it's important to remember too that God will always give us an answer to things that are necessary for our salvation. 
He's never going to leave us hanging on things like that. So that's why we have the gospel. That's why we have the Book of Mormon. God will always let us know exactly what we need to do for our salvation. But sometimes those deeper questions, right? It's a little bit harder and you're absolutely right. I think that's why faith is the first principle of the gospel. Um, so for you, how, I guess, how do you strengthen your faith in Jesus Christ? Or when you're faced with a question, how do you trust that everything's going to be okay? How, how do you use your faith, if that makes sense? Mm. Well, um, sometimes I like to think of, you know, the world as, it's this huge, big, I'm like making all these motions, but people can't see me. Um, it's this huge, big place, and we don't know anything about it. Um, and so, you know, we have science that understands a small little portion of what the world is like. And we have religion that understands another small portion of what it's like. And sometimes it seems like those two things don't overlap, right? But it's just that we're understanding different parts of the world and we just don't understand enough about religion or enough about science where they overlap yet cool. if that makes sense yeah. but as we learn more about it we know that they will eventually overlap and all truth will come together in one so i guess how i increase my faith or rely on it is just remembering that i can hear other things or other opinions that might not totally match with what i believe about Christ or religion and remembering that one day it will all make sense. And I know the experiences that I've had with the gospel and especially with prayer and scripture study, I know that I felt um, God's presence in my life. And so when other things come that don't seem to totally fit into what I believe and what I know to be true about God, I just have to remember they're just seeing another little part of the world. And while it doesn't connect yet, it will someday as we grow in our understanding of religion and the gospel and as we grow in our understanding of science. So I think it's, yeah, just remembering and keeping everything in perspective, thinking of the big picture instead of focusing on all these little details that don't overlap yet. So cool. I love that. I think that goes back to the scripture that you're referencing too, having faith in things that aren't seen trusting that they do overlap or trusting that God has everything worked out the way that it needs to. That's so cool. It actually reminds me of an experience I had while I was in the MTC. Um, my MTC teacher, I can't even remember entirely what we were talking about, but I just remember he walked over to a picture of Christ and he cupped his hands around like the bottom part of the picture. And he said, if we're just looking at this small part of the picture, none of it makes sense. Like we have no idea what's going on and it's going to be confusing. We have a lot of questions and we're probably not going to care too much about it because we don't understand, right? <laughs> and he said that our role as missionaries is to help people see the big picture and understand that there's something more or that God has something more in store for us. And I think that's true in God's sense too. We're just looking at this very tiny spot of a picture called life. And there's a few things that we understand and a few things that we can see. But God sees everything. And we really just need to trust in him and trust that he sees the big picture and we need to trust that there is a big picture that everything is going to work out the way that it's supposed to thank you for sharing that that's awesome yeah and that just made me think like we don't teach a five-year-old calculus that's true or physics <laughs> or chemistry right you have to build upon smaller principles to get to that point eventually and thinking about us in comparison to god someone who's perfect with all knowledge 
who created this world, we are literally like infants in our progression to becoming like God. And so, you know, well, I can picture a five-year-old asking like, well, how does this thing work? And how does this thing work? Parents usually just, you know, give a really basic answer, right? Because they're trying to teach to that child's understanding. And so sometimes I think we can get frustrated with God. Like, well, I'm sick of these basic answers. I feel like I want to understand this deep principle or why this isn't making sense or why science believes this or why this church history thing doesn't seem to coincide. But the basic answers is a lot of times what we need and clearly what God wants us to focus our energy on at this time. So, so cool. I think that's definitely true too. And that's, I think there's a reason for that too. It's all about progression. We're working towards becoming like our heavenly father and we have to start, unfortunately, we have to start at the bottom, right? But that's just the way that it is. I think he does that on purpose. So we have an opportunity to grow and become like him. Um, You mentioned a few things that you wanted to share too, like a talk. Um, I'm curious to hear what you have prepared for us to share. If that's, if this is an okay time for you to share it. Yeah. Um, well, there was a talk given by Elder Holland um, called Waiting on the Lord in October 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. So I'm sure you probably remember it, Brooke. But um, let me find the right spot. Yeah, I'll just read straight from what he said, because I cannot say it any better than he did. But he said... Please understand that he who never sleeps nor slumbers, meaning God, cares for the happiness and ultimate exaltation of his children above all else that a divine being has to do. He is pure love, gloriously personified, and merciful. Uh, Father is his name. Well, if this is the case, you might say, shouldn't his love and mercy simply part our personal Red Seas and allow us to walk through our troubles on dry ground? Or in this case, answer all of our questions that we have. (laughs) So cool. Shouldn't he send 21st century seagulls winging in from somewhere to gobble up all of our pesky 21st century crickets? (laughs) The answer, I love Elder Holland. He says, um, the answer to such questions is yes, God can provide miracles instantaneously. But sooner or later, we learn that the times and seasons of our mortal journey are his and his alone to direct. Um, and then later he says, for every infirm man healed instantly as he waits to enter the pool of Bethesda, someone else will spend 40 years in the desert waiting to enter the promised land. For every Nephi and Lehi divinely protected by an encircling flame of fire for their faith, we have an Abednego burned at the stake of flaming fire for his. Mm-hmm. We remember that the same Elijah who in an instant called down fire from heaven to bear witness against the priests of Baal is the same Elijah who endured a period where there was no rain for years and who for a time was fed only by the skimpy sustenance that could be carried in a raven's claw. And then he says, by my estimation, uh, that could not have been what we would call a happy meal. (laughs) But then, and this is the best part, he says the point, the point is that faith means trusting in God in good times and bad. Um... And that just goes back to what you said, Brooke. Um, When we look at things from a really small, you know, perspective, yeah, it can can be 
really overwhelming to see all the things that don't really make sense or don't fit in, especially in the bad times. Like, how can God be a loving Heavenly Father when we see all of these horrible things or things that don't make sense? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, faith means believing in things which are not seen, which are true. We have to believe in Him even when we're not seeing the miracles or the answers that we want to in this life. That's so cool. Um, you have a lot of faith in Jesus Christ, and I've had a lot of opportunities to see the faith that you do have, and I'm so, so grateful for those opportunities. How have you gotten to this place where you feel like you can trust in who God is, whether you're in times of happiness or times that are a little bit harder? <laughs> That's a good question. Um... Well, it's definitely a long process that um, builds and builds and builds. Um, Kind of like building relationships. I think about my mom. She's someone that I trust with anything and everything. (laughs) But that relationship's been being built since, you know, I was born, you know? Just little moments where I've seen my mom take care of me and answer my questions and stand by my side when I'm having a really hard day. And those little moments build and build to the point where now I know that I can trust my mom no matter what happens. And so I feel the same way with God. I feel like since I've been young, there have been little moments where I can feel him answering my questions sometimes. (laughs) And when I can feel him crying with me or mourning with me or, you know, other good times where I wake up and just the world seems so beautiful. And I'm just so grateful for the people that I know and the, how everything has worked out. Right. And I know that those little moments are God building our relationship. And, um, yeah, with a lot of those little moments, piled on top of each other it's like now we have a relationship where like I have with my mom where I know even if something happens where I'm like "Hmm, that doesn't make sense I still know who he is and I know that he's a good God he's not a God of confusion he's not a God of you know punishment and trying to make this world a worse place he's trying to make this world the best place that it possibly can be. And I've known that from little, little experiences. So I guess we start from where we're at. So if we're at a point where we don't have that trust with God yet, we have to work with that. We have to say that to God. Tell him like, I don't think I'm at this point where I can really trust you yet. I, I'm seeing all these things that don't seem to make sense. Can you please help me? Mm-hmm. And I think just like with our relationships that we have with friends and family, we have to be really vulnerable with God and tell him exactly where we're at. And then we build from there and build our relationship from there to the point where, yeah, little by little, we'll learn to trust him. So cool. I love that. And I agree. Um, I think I've had this, a similar experience too. my trust from God has just come from those experiences where I've had opportunities to trust in God. It kind of reminds me of that joke that you hear growing up, right? Where they say, don't pray for patience because God will give you opportunities to be patient. I feel like faith in Jesus Christ and faith in who God is, it's similar. 
when you want faith in Jesus Christ, you need opportunities to exercise that faith in Jesus Christ. And that can look like a lot of different things. Um, I was reflecting on my own experience too, and I, I feel like hindsight is perfect vision, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty, the cliche thing, but when I look back at moments where I'm confused and I'm wondering why God hasn't helped me with things that I needed in that moment or that I thought I needed in that moment or answered my question the way that I wanted him to, I realized that I needed to change a little bit first and I wasn't in the place where I was ready to receive that answer. And when I did receive the answer that I was waiting for, it was because I was more prepared for it. Um, And it's easier to see that at the end after everything's worked out. But I think because I've seen that happen so many different times, it's become a little bit easier to remind myself, you know, God's answered my question every single time that I've needed to, or he's given me some sort of answer. Even if it's just, you'll learn later. (laughs) Um, He's given me some sort of answer or comfort every single time when I'm ready for it. And those experiences is what helps me trust that an answer is coming. And so I love that you mentioned your experiences too and how that's helped you. What advice would you give to someone who maybe is struggling with trusting God right now or feels like it's difficult to trust him? Well, um, there's this uh, experience I had when I was really young. Um, But someone went up and bore their testimony in church. And she said, to be honest, I don't know if any of this is true at all, but my life is better believing in it. So it doesn't matter. That's way cool. And so, um, I mean, obviously I really believe that these things are true, but at the end of the day, for those of you out there who are really struggling to trust in God and who maybe aren't getting the answers that you've been praying for, maybe it's been years you've been praying for these things or wondering about this. um, I just think that, yeah, even if you don't have the answers yet, life is better when you have faith. It can be a really dark place when you don't have anything to believe in. Really uh, dark, lonely. And so sometimes, yeah, our life will be better if we just make that switch in our heads and just say, you know what, I have no idea if this is even true, but I know my life will be better if I just at least try to believe, you know, and that's a hard thing to do. And, uh, yeah, obviously I don't know the situations of those that are listening, you know, um, maybe that's a really hard switch to make to just say, you know, I'm going to believe in this, even if I don't have the answers, but, um, yeah, I do believe that God will help you along that path of, if you say, I have no idea, but I'm going to try, then he'll help you when you try. So, so true. I would just testify of that as well. I, the God that I have come to know is a good God <laughs> and a very, very loving God and a very patient God. And there's even been times when I've been frustrated with him and I'll just be honest with him and say, God, I'm pretty frustrated right now. <laughs> and I'm a little frustrated with you. And I feel like it's through those moments that I've really come to strengthen my relationship with him as crazy as it sounds telling God that I'm frustrated with him has strengthened my relationship with him but it's given me more opportunities to trust in him because I'm being so honest with him and it's given him more opportunities to minister to me because I'm being honest with him too 
And so I would just agree with everything that Laura just said. This is basically me just saying amen to everything. <laughs> um, but I know for anybody listening, if you feel like you can't trust in God right now, tell God that you don't trust in him right now and ask him what needs to happen so that way you can trust in him. And I promise that he will meet you where you're at. That's exactly what Jesus Christ's atonement is for. He will meet us where we're at every single time because he suffered everything. He knows exactly where you're at and he'll meet you there. So even if you don't trust in him, just talk to him. And I know that he'll be there to help you. Um, Amen. That was so good. <laughs> we're running a little short on time now, but I just wanted to ask if there's anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap up today. Or anything else that was on your mind? Um, no, I don't think so. I just want to reemphasize that point of just, yeah, be really vulnerable with God and, yeah, express every frustration, every feeling, and then that relationship and that trust will grow. So, so, so true. Yeah. Express, express every frustration and then listen. That's what I'd say, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to add on to my thing. Yeah. yeah, yes. And then listen. Give <laughs> God a chance to answer back, but. I, yeah, I just testify that as well. And Laura, thank you so much for being here today. You're seriously the best person ever. So I'm so excited that we could have this conversation. And I'm so excited for everybody to listen to the things that you've just shared too, because I know it's going to help so many people, no matter where they are. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Discovering Christ podcast. I seriously have so much fun answering your questions and studying your questions. I hope you have so much fun listening and sending in these questions. If you would like to hear some more from me, you can follow me on Instagram. My personal account is at bpetey711 or go ahead and follow the podcast. The podcast is at discover christ podcast and please continue to send in more questions i love hearing your questions and i know that these can continue to help us become like the savior and draw us nearer into him so keep sending your questions keep asking questions keep listening tell your friends about the podcast share it and most importantly continue to discover jesus christ thanks so much for listening couldn't do it without y'all